Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. How's your weekend, Dylan? You know, my weekend was pretty good. I didn't do a whole lot. Um, but you know, I got some sleep. I watched. Some you did. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I wish not, not enough to be honest. But you know, two days of not working, and then now we're we're back, and it feels like this is going to be a week. I would say. Yeah, you. I hate that feeling on Mondays where you're like, take a deep breath, and you're like, here we go, baby. But it's funny before, like the pandemic i feel like you would hear people's weekend plans and you're like oh my god that's so fun like i wish i did that and now i'm like you you slept like that is so fun like i'm so jealous i i had one of those weekends where it was like 5 p.m on sunday and i was already tired from this week Mm -hmm. so i actually i watched so we get early episodes of Potomac and I watched it at like 4 p.m. yesterday because I knew at nine o'clock I was going to be too tired to pay attention. (laughs) So you texted me and Chris, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, who we had on last week, texted me and the day got away from me. All of a sudden it was 10 a.m., then like 4 p.m. and then nine and I go, oh my God, I'm not watching Potomac. So I watched it luckily last night. They always, Bravo always replays the shows but they sometimes do watch what happens live in between. But I lucked right. out last night and it was on right after. So I, think I watch watched what it happens, at 10. I think watch what happens is on a break right now. Which is ideal for me because I got to watch it at 10 and I was my eyes were closing. <laughs> Andy, thank you so much for taking a vacation <laughs> so Barry could watch it before she fell asleep. Um, yeah, so obviously we have Real Housewives of Potomac to talk about. It was a fun episode, not super explosive, but yes. not every episode needs to be, you know? I have the same thought. I was like, it was one of those enjoyable filler episodes. Like sometimes you're like, okay, maybe we didn't need this filler episode because we know it's a filler episode without you telling us it's a filler episode. But this one was nice. It was like just... We got a glimpse of everyone, all the couples, and we got a glimpse of just like what everyone's doing before the next um, fight happens. (laughs) I think that's part of, one thing is that like Potomac has such a strong cast, not just because these women are loud and crazy and messy, but because they're genuinely funny, they're interesting to watch. And so, you know, even when, you know, Wendy and Robin are having their little park get together or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything with Karen's party is just like fun to watch. Even if it's not, you know, a knockdown drag out confrontation and trust me, we'll have plenty of those moments. But first, the first thing we started with is- Wait, let me tell you, this is why you guys texted me last night. I was 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 holding off. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And in the first, I yes, I counted 
five to six minutes of the show was Giselle and Greece at this dance class. That's not the point. The point is what Giselle was wearing at this dance class, which is a tank top that I personally gave her when she came to the office from shopbetches.com. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, um, this is so cool that people even started like tweeting to Dylan and like answer and asking where this shirt is from. So I also want to plug that in anyway for you all that we do have a Bravo by Betches um, area. Collection. <laughs> I can't think of the a collection. collection on our site that we come out with new stuff all the time. Um, it's fun. It's um, quirky and it's really fun decor to get you through the work day for your desk. So um, check it out. And thanks Giselle for rocking. That. It's so funny because so they filmed the season last fall. I believe this episode was like October ish. And that was right around when Giselle came to the office. And it's so funny because, you know, you always give people their little goodie bags and it's like, yeah, girl, wear the tank top, do it. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, was so cool though that she wore it and like happened to have worn it while filming. That's just very, it was, it was cool to see. But uh, moral of that scene aside, it's probably the cutest, it's probably the cutest thing Giselle has worn this whole season. Let's be real. Um, Grace is still not on board with Giselle and Jamal. Honestly, I I hope they kind of resolve this soon because it's going to get old every episode to see Giselle kind of be like, why can't the girls be happy about me and Jamal? And it's like, you know, because maybe they just aren't and maybe that's okay and maybe they'll get used to it or whatever. But it's like, so far it's been a conversation every episode and it's like, Maybe they just don't want to be excited about it right now. Right. They're also children and they um, handle things differently than adults. So it might take them a little more time to understand or adjust. But that's true. We would like them to maybe find something else to talk about for us to watch. <laughs> um, so then we see at Karen's house, Karen is there with her they put in quotation marks, assistant, Matt, Matt, from the infamous press conference with no press. Um, So she's throwing a homecoming party for her and Ray moving back to Potomac, I guess. Is that? Well, well, it's funny because it's the grand dame party. It's the homecoming party. It's the her and Ray party. But throughout the episode at the party, everyone there was also wondering, like, we're not the only ones. Like, even the people at the party are also wondering, like, what the party was for. So... It's 100% When we feel lost... Oh, I mean... I mean, no, no, no. (laughs) We know what the party is. We just are confused at, like... The first time... Point what? I don't know. The first (laughs) time I heard her say homecoming, I had to go back because I was like, wait, is Ray coming home from a trip or something? And I realized that she meant coming home to Potomac, which I guess is a big deal, whatever. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. 
When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honeylove. Before we, we'll talk a lot more about the party, but before that, we have Wendy and Robin go to this little park date with their kids, which was so cute. The kids so are- So cute playing sports with each other. They're talking about, you know, them getting college scholarships and stuff, which is hilarious because they're like nine years old. Um, but Wendy and Robin sit down for their little gossip sesh and Wendy dished it up right away. Yeah, I love that. But also about the um, college scholarships, I love what Wendy said when she puts her kids in timeout. She puts them in their office so they can sit and stare at all of her and her husband husband's college degrees on the wall i was like that is amazing that is so funny but yeah wendy is one of these people who because she's new she doesn't have any ties to anyone yet i love watching this about on any franchise about the new people Mm -hmm. where they're just spilling whatever information they have to anyone they're talking to to see who their friend is going to be but we can see for right now that wendy and robin have um things in common they're they're kind of their personalities really like get each other they're cute so they were having like their little road soda margaritas in the park while their boys were like fighting each other and then their little their little gas station drinks (laughs) yeah and then um yeah wendy told robin that candace said giselle was a giselle monster (laughs) i oh my god i i'm like typing up my notes and i'm gonna like Wendy, Robin, talking to each other about what Candace said about Giselle. And then Ashley, it's like so, the na- like so many See, names. I can't believe I even just got that. Like in one time, I was like, let me tell who said what about who to who? I was like, oh my God. But, but then Giselle FaceTimes Robin while Robin's getting her eyelashes on and Robin tells Giselle what Wendy told her that Candace said. <laughs> so we awesome. closed we closed the circle with, with Giselle finding out what Candace said about her. A Giselle I, monster. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> it's so funny because that's such a random thing for Candace to say because Giselle, Giselle is messy as all hell, but she doesn't get loud and angry really. When they showed, I won't defend Candace, I really won't, but when they showed what she said, it didn't look malicious to me. Well, and actually, um, Giselle on Twitter apologized to Candace last night because she said um, that having kind of the full context, she didn't need to kind of confront her at Karen's party. And I appreciate that she kind of owned up to that because obviously when they're in the middle of filming, they're not getting full context of, you know, how something was said or Mm -hmm. how, you know, 
the meaning behind something. And so I appreciate that Giselle and Candace don't have to like each other all the time, but that Giselle can be like, okay, yeah, that was blown out of proportion. Uh, yeah, but okay, so that's great. Me and Giselle Monster are on the same page then with that. But <laughs> Candace, throughout the last few episodes, including last night, has really been going around like kind of owning what she's doing. And we have never seen her apologize this much. And she's kind of like being like, listen, I know I did it. I'm just saying sorry. I'm just moving on. Like we saw that twice again last night. And I yeah. kind of think that's big. However, I think that's going to take a turn pretty soon. <laughs> well, I actually, yeah, I actually was pleasantly, I don't know if I was surprised, but I was kind of happy about Ashley and Candace's lunch. Mm-hmm. They had some, some little tense moments because the thing is, so Ashley brought up the tweets again that Candace tweeted while she was having the baby. And she was saying that she was really sensitive. And Candace is like, oh, I get that. And Ashley's like, but you don't. <laughs> Wait. And I think I think it's I think Ashley is was valid to kind of call her out one more time. But I like that then they sort of were like, okay, fine, let's move past this. Right. Because but again, at a certain point. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Candace said she's what she said was wrong. Like in her confessional, she was like, the tweets I said about Ashley were wrong. Like I feel like she had the come to Candace moment, I should say. I think it's I think it's important at this point still early in the season that we're kind of tying some stuff up in a bow and moving on because Oh, that's sweet. Obviously it's like if you if I was Ashley and I had seen those things that Candace tweeted about me, I wouldn't forgive her the next day. If she just says, Oh yeah, sorry, that's not enough. But at a certain point it's like, okay, so it's been a few months, we've seen a few conversations about this, we have other shit to get to. And so it makes me I'm glad that they're not going to dwell on the same stuff for the whole season. And we know that there's going to be more shit that comes up. So I think that's part of what Potomac does so well is that they kind of move shit out of the way and get onto new stuff. And whereas on a show like Beverly Hills or something, they might dwell on the same thing for kind of an entire season. But I yeah, think I think that's of, definitely what's happening right now. <laughs> that's part of what makes Potomac so strong is that they can have their kind of little disagreements and then be like, okay, that was last week's thing. Right, let's right. Prete- let's pretend that we're all good and then have a new thing in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also see, I really did like this episode, how we, I typically don't like the way it's shown sometimes because like they're like, oh, what, we're just doing this to fill the time. But we did see, like we talked about Wendy and Robin and we saw Ashley and Candace, but we also saw Chris and Monique having a date night. And we also saw Candace and Chris having their picnic in the park. Like it was nice to see all the couples throughout the episode um, doing their thing and like seeing their interactions and family time and everything. I just, I love, I love Monique. Like I was, I would love to just see her alone on a show. And side note, Chris is starting to look great. He's definitely lost some weight. Noticeably so. I thought that conversation was really interesting because I think there's kind of just like this disconnect between them where, so she's basically saying, I, I need more from you. I'm not, you know, I feel like I'm busy all the time and you're not kind of making these concessions to help me out. And his response to that is, well, you can you can spend whatever money you need to spend, you know, to get more help or to blah, 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 blah. And I think it's such an, and she's basically saying like, 
it's not about the money. Like I, I need the mm-hmm. effort. And right. I think that's a really interesting dynamic. We've seen other housewives and Bravo couples kind of go through a similar thing where it's, you know, it's easy to say, oh, like, yeah, just like go buy whatever you need. Like I'm, I'm giving you anything, but it's like, no, like that doesn't make up for like time and effort. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you see it on all the, all the, I like how some of the housewives are married to athletes or retired athletes, mm-hmm. because I even used to watch the show Wags, which I'm sure they don't like being com- like compared to, but they always <laughs> say, even these housewives, like these athletes are used to being catered to right. like on and off the field. It's just like the lifestyle they're used to, even though they might not, obviously they've been together for a very long time. They love each other, but it is nice to see like Monique's like a strong independent woman and she was calling him out for it, you know? So I love them and I root for them because I love Monique and T'Challa. I like want to see T'Challa, which we do see next episode. So I'm like, yay. But we get to this party, but you're right. All the women get this like ridiculous video invite which they point out ray is not in ray is not in the invite (laughs) karen karen lounging on a throne while this weird guy in a toga sings next to her and it could not be any more uncomfortable i just like karen is so hilarious because she's like so so tacky and so uppity and i just can't get enough um So they arrive at the party. Giselle's wearing a very interesting sequined number. I would not say it's the most flattering on her, but, you know, Ray tells her she looks sparkly, so. Oh, that's funny. I actually, of everything Giselle, I actually, would I have worn that much sparkle to someone's home? No, but I actually (laughs) thought Giselle was dressed nicely last night, but that was funny that Ray was like, you look sparkly. I was like, just say the word, like, beautiful. (laughs) So I think it's funny because Karen is being shady about Jamal not being there with Giselle, but I feel like just, I I understand where she's coming from, but I feel like Giselle overall has a pretty solid excuse for not bringing Jamal to these things because he lives in a Lives in Atlanta! Like- And also, I assume because she was saying he had church the next morning, if this party is on a Saturday night, you should assume that the pastor who lives in a different state <laughs> is not going to be at the event. It's just so funny that every, I love the way Giselle answers when anyone asks, which is where, where's Jamal? She goes in Atlanta. Like, I wish you couldn't see my face right now, but she's like in Atlanta. Like he li- girls, he lives in Atlanta. Like you'll know like, when he's here. He visiting. didn't just not feel like coming. Like he's not chilling at the house watching football. However, um, all of the ladies besides Monique showed up without their husbands last night. So I don't, I don't understand how they do that, how they just geared towards Giselle. Like they all showed up without their husbands last night. So, an and easy, nobody asked. It's an easy target, but then Robin shows up super <laughs> late as usual, but she shows up late with three boxes of pizza. And while eating a slice. While eating a slice in the driveway. I loved this so much because it's such a perfect reference to the past season, so meta, but also because Karen takes it so well and really laughs Mm -hmm. along with it. And she's like, you know, it wasn't funny when I was in Great Falls, but now baby, I'm back in Potomac. I can eat a slice (laughs) of pizza. And, oh God, I just love this show so much. It wasn't funny in Great Falls, but in Potomac it is. Like she was like really not taking the whole Great Falls move like, um, lightly, but Robin, I feel there's always that one where I could do something and it'd be like funny, 
you know, like I feel like if Candace showed up with three pies of pizza, like it wouldn't be funny. They would be like pissed. But Robin's oh, yeah. like fun and games and everyone like loves her. So it was like, it was fun to save and that Karen reacted nicely to it. But um, another thing, speaking of Ray, not at his own homecoming party is Robin also points out that the, all of the decor at the party is the letter K, and of course, production had to let us know, K equals Karen, like, we you know. <laughs> so, like, it. everyone was like, why isn't it H for Huger? Like, it was the Hugers moving da- back to Potomac, and Ray was just like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> so good. I loved, it would be, I. that's the kind of thing where I feel like it would make sense for her to bring that up to Giselle, or, like, to Ashley, but it was so hilarious that she said it directly to Ray, because Ray is like, Ray doesn't have a clue. Honestly, he's they just probably like, didn't know there was decor at the party. He's like, and Robin I don't know. pointed it out. <laughs> he's like, I just came down the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> and then the acrobats, I was like, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. She was probably like, okay, I need some form of entertainment. It needs to fit right there. And it needs to be under this price range. And they were probably like, blah, 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 acrobats. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, um, nailed it. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. We already alluded to it, but we should quickly touch on Candace and Giselle's little mm-hmm. moment. So first of all, Candace gives a very questionable apology, I would say, which she says, I didn't mean to be messy, so if you were upset, sorry. It's like, yeah. um, okay. but It's one but of those now, sorry you felt that way. Yeah, but now, I mean, given that Giselle has kind of, you know, adjusted her position, I feel like the apology didn't need to be, like, so dramatic, so whatever. I And they basically said they're not going to talk about it anymore, whatever. They moved on. Like we said, I think it's good that they're kind of moving through these lighter issues before we get on to the, um, the bigger shit, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, um, I couldn't get past. I just couldn't get past all the blue eyeshadow like on the top of Giselle's eyelids I was just like oh my god sorry that was just a detail that I was like can someone like that's not her fault like can someone fix it like I don't understand but um I do like that I feel like at what point are we gonna see Candace because she is going around on her apology tour right now so Mm -hmm. what is she gonna do next that's like that's like crossing the line. I'm like nervous. Right. But well, yeah, she's been on her apology tour, but the notably the one person she's getting on worse terms with is Monique who yes. at this party basically avoided her entirely, which I think was probably a smart strategy given the fact that we know they don't play well together. And so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see in the next few episodes getting closer to the infamous, um, altercation dragging Uh, (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see kind of how that starts to escalate because right now we definitely know that there's a lot of tension we know they're not getting along but right now we're at like a we're at like a a five or six and 
it gets to a 10 before too long and we don't know how it gets there. Yeah. Um, anyway, the party ends with a special guest star who is Karen herself, but we have seen Keonce arrive and she, listen, this was amazing. She was at her, her own home. No one knew it was about to happen in, in, including Ray, I believe. And <laughs> she comes out in this pink jumpsuit. Uh, Robin said she looks like Pepto-Bismol, which, oh my God, this massive round brim pink matching hat. To me, she looked like a sexy pink panther, but okay. um, yeah, like it was, she did. Bit, like, it's like pink formation video, like. Yeah. No, no, I know what she was like trying to do. I know. But like I, she, okay. it was great. She did it. And then they, they said, they were saying, go Karen. But really they should have been like. Literally like, oh, this is the party. <laughs> this is the party you would expect somebody to have like after getting divorced. And it's like, oh yeah, Karen still got it. But like guys, Ray was at the party. <laughs> both of them. And they have, she has the same MC that Candace had at her. Oh my God at her anniversary party. And it's so funny that Robin points that out because I would not have noticed. But it was everything so like dramatic. Like they're like, she stole the MC. Like, no, she didn't. She just used the same MC that like Candace had. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but it was great. It actually looked like a pretty, pretty fun party. I, I have to say. Yeah, it, it, I kind of wish I was there. I would have made it a known fact to celebrate the Hugers, you know? The Hugers, yes, the Hugers. for sure. Um. I am going to say my number one Bravo Leb in the group is Karen. Keyonce. I'll give it to Keyonce. Yeah, Keyonce. Because I love, I mean, you know I love me some Karen. And with this party, we just got some classic grand dame moments. Yeah, Karen this week for me is definitely my runner up. My, I'm giving my Bravo Leb to Robin this week because I just like really enjoyed her this episode. I feel yes. like she's really visibly happier because she has like a, a place with Juan. Like they're moving forward. She She's just like really fun. And I liked her energy this episode. So it is going to Robin Dixon. This was a great episode for Robin. The pizzas, that, that park date with... Wendy, it was just a, she had a fun, fun episode. Um, Guys, we will be back on Thursday to talk about the Beverly Hills season finale. Can't believe it's already here. And also Below Deck Med. Don't, in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and join our Facebook group too. Thanks so much for listening. Betches.